0: touch of your lips dear but much more for the touch of your whips dear you can raise welts like nobody else as we
1: dance to the masochism tango
0: say our love is a flame not an amber Say it's me that you want to
1: dismember uh, Blacken my eye, set fire to my
0: tie As we dance to the masochism tango Hey everybody, welcome to the A Slut Podcast That's advice, sex, love, understanding and trust uh, Today we have a lovely guest in One of my favourite people on the planet Lauren Duke's going to be coming in She's a feminist, she's an animal rights activist She's non monogamous, she's kinky, she's absolutely lovely. So, we're going to have a talk to her. Uh, for those of you who don't really know about this podcast, it is a wee bit interactive as well. Um, so, I'd love to hear from you guys. That'll be the ASAP podcast at teammate.com. If you want to write in or you want to question, uh, ask a question or anything like that, you're more than welcome to do that. Um, Yeah, so from there on, um, I just basically talk to people about their lives, about how they do their thing, um, what kings and whatnot they have, what their relationships are like, uh, who they are as a person, what they do um, in their spare time even, so the activism side of things with Lauren, uh, we'll talk to polyamorous people, we'll talk to monogamous people, we'll talk to people from all walks of life, really. And get to know what makes them tick and what makes them the person that they are. Um, so it is just me who does this. My name is Simon Bell. Um, you, if you if you don't know, I guess. Um, I um, I call myself an unqualified sexual educator. Um, my aim at the moment is to become qualified and to talk in schools about the more realistic parts of sex, not just how to put a condom on, how, you know, you can get STIs and UTIs and all of that sort of thing through sex, I want to get into the nitty gritty of how young people view sex and how we can change some of the views, especially when it comes to the lives of, you know, young boys and consent, young girls and consent, getting pressured into it, that side of things, and how to treat uh, these sorts of people as well Um, a wee bit about myself I am incredibly kinky myself Um, mainly around electro and impact I am polyamorous I currently only have one partner though and that's absolutely fine for me at the minute Um, if I meet somebody right then that may change but (coughs) but I'm not actively looking at that at the moment now the reason I started this podcast is purely for awareness and learning um, for myself as well as potentially um, people listening um, to be able to learn a wee bit more about themselves and and feel a bit more comfortable about what they're into and what they like and know that they're not, not weird or anything like that for liking what they like or, you know loving more than one person at the same time or just basically anything really it's a learning experience for me as well I like to learn it's one of my favorite things to do and I'll be able to learn from people about the way that they do things which might be different to the way that I do things and eventually I might get a co-host on that would be nice but at the moment it's just me talking to people getting to know what they're into and learning from them. And it's got to be in an understanding way. Uh, There's got to be a lot of trust involved, of course. But it's advice, sex, love, relationships, all of that sort of stuff. And, yeah, I really hope you guys enjoy it. I'm always open to to feedback. Uh, You can find us on Facebook uh, if you search The A-Slut Podcast. You'll be able to find us on Twitter as well, at The A-Slut Podcast. And... I really hope you enjoy what goes on. So, without further ado, I will introduce my guest, his Lauren Duke. Hello, lovely. I'm Corruption. I just noticed that you seemed a little down. Just i right here on this line, and I can change your life. So, for those who don't know, tell us a wee bit about yourself.
1: Cool. All right. I'm Loan. I'm 21. So, quite young, but I like to think that I've experienced quite a lot for my age. Um, I have a lot to say for myself, um, and I have a lot of knowledge and wisdom um, from my Mm -hmm. few years, um, but many experiences I've had. So, I'm an animal rights activist. um, I'm involved in a lot of organisations with that. Um, I am a youth worker, I work with um, traumatised youth who have been engaged in humbling sexual behaviour and cool. um, I love dancing, I'm a dancer, I've been a dancer for about 4 or 5 years now, um, so I do perform, I teach um, and do a lot of practice in my spare time. It takes up a lot of my life, so that's probably the, the main. Now,
0: the now, main now when you say dancer, yeah. so we can yeah. make sure what kind <laughs> of dancing are we talking about?
1: As, as much as I would love to do pole dancing and stripping, I love it. I love the freedom. I love how beautiful it looks, and I would love the upper body strength to be a pole dancer. <laughs> um, I do partner dancing mostly, um, so things like Lindy Cop, Charleston, salsa, blues. Um cool. monitor, everything, yeah. Yeah, like that. What else? Um, I love the outdoors. I just bought a new kayak recently. I go out on the ocean a lot, and awesome. see a lot of dolphins, which is always an awesome experience. I love camping, tramping, hiking, walking, um, everything in between, everything that's not running basically. <laughs> that's like the one thing that's a no for me. <laughs>
0: I'm with you on the running part. Yeah. Cool, um, now you're a feminist as well, is that right? Yes, you definitely. You feminist? Definitely
1: do, yeah. All about female liberation. Um, I mostly like to focus on gender equality. I mm-hmm. guess that's what feminism really means. A lot mm-hmm. of people take it the wrong way. Absolutely. Um, but basically um, liberation in terms of self-expression for females and gender diverse people. Um, so people who are usually in the minority or um, people who are usually Um, more convinced to conform um, or encouraged to conform for certain um, societal norm norm appearance yeah that kind of Mm -hmm. thing so I like to break those stereotypes and just sort of encourage um, females and gender diverse people to express themselves in any way they want and be okay with that
0: fantastic and, uh, obviously, this is the Ace Life Podcast, so we're going to have yeah. to talk about sex, aren't we? Oh, yes. <laughs>
1: I can talk about sex all day long.
0: So, what's your sex life like?
1: Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I have I have a good sex life, not mm-hmm. afraid to say that. Um, I suppose I'm not the sort of person who's sitting for anything less than a good sex life. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Um and obviously like to encourage those around me to have a good sex life too. I think mm-hmm. it's very healthy, um, too. Like psychologically, mental health wise, um, sociologically, like just being being a social person, being out mm-hmm. just I think it really benefits in a lot of ways. And of course perfectly too, you know. No, really? If you're doing Se- it right <laughs>
0: Sex feels good. If sex feels good. Oh. <laughs> I've been doing it wrong this whole time. (laughs) It
1: keeps you nice and fit too. Again, if you're doing it
0: right. (laughs) If you're doing it enough, I suppose. (laughs) Um, And would you consider yourself vanilla, kinky? Um, Definitely
1: consider myself kinky. I um, used to consider myself vanilla until my first year of uni actually when (laughs) a couple of new, brand new friends of mine um, that I was just driving from uni one day um, to the mall just came out with so do you like ropes and bondage?
0: I what a way to bring it up!
1: What a conversation, Scott! Two people I've never really known before and, and don't really know that well. Um, so, I, obviously, being the fresh out of high school um, vanilla lady really, that I
2: was, the, the,
0: the, the wide-eyed. white eyed girl, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh my goodness, I don't really know. I don't know what that kind of stuff means. And got introduced, of course, to the world of kink and never knew that I was. So into that, and yeah, mm-hmm. I, I do really like that stuff. Um, I've experimented with a lot of things with a lot of people, um, different groups over the years, and I've mm-hmm. found some stuff that I really love doing, some stuff that I don't, but that's that's experience. So what, that's
0: what, what are some of those things?
1: Um, so kink wise, um, I guess my main areas would be um, bondage. I really love rope, I've done mm-hmm. some rope demonstrations. Um, and some sort of more artful performances and also some torture style rope mm-hmm. um, and sensation rope, just everything sort of A to rope really. Mm-hmm. Um, I've also experimented a lot with impact. Um, that's something that I really love. Mm-hmm. Um, don't do so much anymore, but I'm definitely still into.
0: So impact for those that don't know is like anything like spanking, flogging, caning, whipping, all yes. of that sort of stuff, yeah. anything where something's hitting the skin yep. really.
1: And if you're doing it right, then it's a really
2: nice
0: mark. <laughs> I don't know anything about that. Oh, you wouldn't know anything about that, of course.
2: Um,
0: just before disclosure, Lauren and I have played in the past, we've been play partners before, so there'll be a lot of uh, a lot of chat like that, I imagine, <laughs> while we're talking today.
1: Um, again, kink-wise, I really like sensation. I think that's one of the um, things I enjoy most about anything kink-wise is mm-hmm. the sensation you get, getting to play with different... Different um, feelings on the skin, different ways of touching, mm-hmm. um, and different ways of sort of psyching someone out, really tricking someone, thinking something's that but it's not.
0: So mind fucking, mind fuck sort of, yeah, 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 exactly yeah. that
1: kind of thing. Really, I uh,
0: don't know thing. anything about that either. No, you wouldn't. No, no, <laughs> definitely not.
1: That's that's not an area that you're interested in at all.
0: <laughs> I, I've never done that before. I, I'm I'm completely innocent. Yeah,
1: yeah, I'm a virgin.
0: Yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yeah, brilliant, yeah. Um, uh, I've walked on the moon before. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah okay, of okay. course. Of course we're bullshitting it. here. <laughs> um, and so, what are some things that you've, you've tried and not enjoyed?
1: Um, I think when it gets too much into the, the torture elements um, mm-hmm. and conceptual non-consent, um, mm-hmm. so uh, simulated rape scenarios or um, just anything that pushes the boundaries of consensual of course, but mm-hmm. non-consent, so sure. simulated, non-consent, and that's not, that's not so much my scene. Um, torture, to a certain extent I like, but yeah, not, not as into, I'm more into playful sensations mm-hmm. um, and sort of like fun hitting rather than, you know, simulated I really want to hurt you hitting and but. you know, make you bleed hitting. Um, I haven't done, but I've seen needles. Mm -hmm. Not my thing. Mm -hmm. I'm a bit, you Right. Um, Yeah, anything to do with needles is really not my thing. Um, what else have I tried and not liked? Um...
0: It's getting quite, it's getting quite quite wide. There's because huge there's, variety. it's
2: it's, it's almost like
0: rule 34 on the internet if there's if it exists there's a porn on it it's, yes it's almost like that with the kink world yes. as well if, if there's something there then somebody's into it in some way shape or absolutely yeah I've
1: yeah. not seen a lot of things because
0: um, there's a lot of things that I'm not into you know I me mean, I'm I'm kinky as fuck yeah things. oh yeah um but when it, when it comes to things like golden showers and things like that it's oh, a, it's, yeah, a, it's no, a no, no, no for no, me Bo- no bodily me. functions in general. Yeah. Is, is, is a no from me. Um, for me age it, play and, is another yeah. thing um, any, anything illegal to... yeah is, is not my thing pet play I, yeah. well I don't mind the whole kitty thing occasionally but yeah,
1: any, anything
0: outside of that is a wee bit iffy for me as well
1: yeah no I, I agree I'm, I'm
0: the same I think um... well that would be interesting for you because being an animal rights activist as you are yeah, yeah like it's the, it's the, the right. animal play would be something a wee bit
1: That's not really something i I'd sort of thought of, but yeah, no, I I guess you're right, like although in the scenario of pet play it is consensual um, Mm. and obviously they are not animals, well they're human animals, they're not non-human animals. Yeah. Exactly, so I guess... It's a
2: little bit
1: different. It is a bit different, so my mind kind of makes that difference. However, it's interesting because I can make that sort of difference in my mind, but when it comes to age play, like daddy and little girl kind Mm -hmm. of thing, I find it really hard to distinguish between no. you know, why is this oh, the man pretending that he's a baby that he wants to mm-hmm. Have sex but that's mm-hmm. something that I find really hard to separate in my mind. Yeah, um, even though it's perfectly consensual, yeah. they are of age, hopefully yeah. of legal age. You know, well, but yeah,
0: you would hope so. Otherwise, it's still I've technically rape, right, isn't it? That
1: not happen. <laughs> oh,
0: really? um, yeah, it's oh, meant yeah.
1: to be removed from the group for not being of age. But anyway, um, yeah, age plays something that I have sort of try and stay away from. I mean, was to it, each it, their own. It, yeah.
0: but in our sort of little team group, it was, yeah, mm. yeah. I think I know the person nothing. talking about it. Right. Obviously, we won't know names or anything. Oh, like of course, that. I don't even re- I don't even know or remember their name If I did know, mm. it, but
1: no, it was something that I was informed of because I went to a partner that they were attending, and then
0: done that later. They weren't of age, so. Oh, lovely. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. So we've got we've gone through all your kinks and everything like that. We've gone how you got into it. Yeah. Um, Obviously like like I said earlier, we've played a fair bit, we don't play anymore. Uh-huh. And that was sort of a, a mutual thing at the time as well. Definitely I think, I think it was the um, best for each one. Yeah. Like for for myself I'd gone through a breakup which was yeah absolutely horrendous for me yeah. mentally. Yeah. i have um, spoken about it on some of the other podcasts as well. Yeah. Um so that didn't work and we we tried not just after it, we had a scene just after it, which um, Yeah. Was was at a play party, yeah. Um, which actually went all right. I thought it was I think quite a well heavy scene. Yeah.
1: I think it was the heaviest scene I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I certainly came for more months than i had before, mm-hmm. and I was actually reduced to tears in the scene. Yeah. Consensually, everything was fine. I really loved it and enjoyed it. Yeah, so but that doesn't normally happen. Actually.
0: No, because what what was it? Saying you were on a um, you are on a spanking box. Right I right? was, and we had uh, the tens machine hooked up to your thigh. Yes and impact added on to that
1: yes
0: that was a lot of fun that was me. a lot
1: of fun for me too <laughs> that was I a really lot of fun it.
0: I came down very hard not long after that
1: yeah I expected um, to have a lot more drop than I did I think the drop seemed to happen <coughs> really really lightly I think mm-hmm. uh, but no you, yeah,
2: you definitely had a big problem
0: and and part of that was because my ex at that time was was there that evening as well, yeah, right, so it didn't yeah, didn't exactly. really go well. But the scene itself was awesome, and I was actually kind of proud of myself during that scene because I was I kept in contact with you the entire time. Yeah, seeing it how it go because I knew I knew yeah. I knew it was a very heavy scene or for you. Yeah, and that. and I think that's what excited both of us about it as yeah, well. Yeah, I was really proud of myself too that I managed
1: to push my limits and not say stuff when it was.
2: Sort of reaching Getting to out, that like point, just keep going. Yeah, um, and
0: yeah, it, it was really cool because your partner at the time was there as well. He was, yeah. Um, and he's somebody that that I'd met a couple of times prior, yeah. and then talking about kinkin. Yeah, um, we had a bit of a, a, a play around at my house to sort of get him involved with it a little bit more as well. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was a really interesting dynamic, and it really was a lot of fun for that time. It but was, yeah. I think we both knew. I especially knew that I couldn't get involved with anything big for a fair while after that. Yeah. Um, just because it wouldn't have been safe for whoever I was playing with. Yeah. Um, with the way that my mind was, I wouldn't be able to have that level of aftercare together that I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we, we touched on it there for a moment um, with Drop. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is. A learning podcast as well. So sure, people yeah. might not know about drop and all that sort yeah, of thing. Of so drop basically is, it can happen for a dominant or a submissive or top or bottom, whichever terminology you want to use. Um, and it's basically when you're going through a scene, especially a heavy scene like ours was with impact and electricity and everything coming through, um, your endorphins reach sky high. Mm-hmm. So you get all of these endorphins pumping through your body, so you feel fantastic. Um, you've got your adrenaline pumping, everything's going through. You feel like you're on top of the world because mm-hmm. it's just this big release from it. And then sometimes it's hours after, sometimes it's days. That adrenaline and that goes away, and those endorphins are all gone. And you sort of just sat there, and you you don't know what to do with yourself, I guess. And, and you go. A lot of people, sorry, I should say, not everybody goes through this, but Mm -hmm. a lot of people do. And a lot of people don't realise that it's happening. Um, So, I didn't realise for the longest time that it it was happening to me, even as a dominant, Keeping in mind I am the switch. Mm -hmm. Um, And it took a while to realise that and then learn how to deal with that. And, like I said, a lot of people don't know about it, so it's something that I think more people, when they're getting into it, Really, really need to know about because you can make big life decisions in that time that you'll regret oh, yeah. two or three days later.
1: Definitely. I'm going to break up with someone, I'm going to cut mm-hmm. my hair off, you know, I'm going to get a tattoo of this person, like, I'm going to um, buy all these things, yeah. I'm going to do ABC, you know, and you're not really in, in the normal headspace that you're in every day. No. You, know? you can't
0: think things through clearly because Definitely you're not at not. your regular level.
1: Yeah, your emotions are fucked
0: basically. Yeah. yeah. They really are, because, I mean, you've just taken a beating and you've allowed it to happen. Yeah. Which is a yeah. mindfuck in and of itself.
1: <laughs> That's pretty
2: crazy stuff.
0: <laughs> but technically in New Zealand, you can't consent to assault, which is what I was doing. You can't yeah. consent to assault. Yeah. It's, it's So that, that chucking the law into there with that as well, it's... Makes, makes it, you even crazier. Yeah. <laughs> pretty pretty so much. Saying yes. It, uh, That's fun. It's so much fun. fun. Yeah. So you've got a partner now? I do, yeah. Do? No, I do, definitely do. Definitely do? Yeah. Cool. Um, so uh you so he's kinky as well or is he a wee bit more Vanilla, or
1: he's a bit more vanilla. He's definitely more vanilla than me. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't actually have told him any of the stuff that I've done. Oh of this stuff. I know. I wonder a big, if he's
0: going to listen to this then. This
1: is. Uh. From, I told him I was doing this, and okay. he was interested to listen. So. Um, yeah. Surprise! Surprise! <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> <My problem. laughs> um, yeah. So, um, he's. We definitely do some stuff that's not vanilla. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope he's okay with me sharing what goes on in the bedroom, but, um, yeah. It's too late now. It's, it's too late now. So, like, generic choking, thinking yeah. kind of stuff, like, things that spice up bedroom life a little bit, yeah. but aren't,
0: um, know, what we did.
1: Fallen, leaving marks and yeah. black rings around your neck kind of stuff, which is... Totally yummy when it not happening, <laughs> but you know, I'm actually the right
0: person, the
1: right, it's all about that
0: connection in
1: the right moment, mm. with the right connection, the right like, everything has to be balanced, right? Yes, um, to, for it to happen and be enjoyable. Um, but no, I love it, you know, it's, it's enough for me, um, to yeah, to go yeah. over to And
0: like, well, we we spoke about the fact that we've played in front of one of your old partners, yeah, um. Yeah. Which leans itself to, to polyamory, I guess. But yeah, you're not, yeah. you don't identify as that at the moment. Is that right?
1: I don't. I've never identified it as polyamorous. I've always okay. identified as non-monogamous. So okay. I've had open relationships for the past few relationships. I think mm-hmm. the three relationships that I've had. Yep. So um, basically, what that meant for me was um, having one primary romantic partner. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ability to communicate with that partner about having sex with other people, mm-hmm. um, about doing just nice things with other people. Um, I wouldn't really say dates because that leads up to polyamory, yeah. but. Um, More just, of a physical. Yeah, hang, hanging out, and I guess without that jealousy, like, who mm-hmm. is my partner, with, you know. Um, just knowing, yeah, I'm not dating this other person, but I'm going off to the house to, you know, cuddle and watch a movie, and it's all okay. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Kissing other people at parties, you know, having more people involved in the bedroom—that that, that kind of mm-hmm. nice stuff. So that's um, yeah, that's how I consider myself monogamous. Mm-hmm. I say that's what I've had for the past three, yeah, three or so relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, currently I'm with a monogamous person, and so obviously out of love and respect and all that nice stuff, um, yeah, I'm monogamous at the moment,
0: and I'm happy with that. Okay, so I guess. Um, yeah, yeah, so you, so you're okay. How do you find it difficult to sort of transition to being completely monogamous when your last few relationships have been non mono
1: Yeah, I a, a few. I say a few things. Not not that many. A couple of things have been more difficult than I expected. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess going to parties and not being able to have fun with my friends and my friends' partners. And yeah. Um, sort of Which is something you used to, right? Something that I've been used to, like with consent obviously from, yeah. my, from my previous partner, um, my partners, um, being able to make out and flirt with other people, mm-hmm. and now having to actually keep myself in check, mm-hmm. think, you know, what will my partner do with this? Mm-hmm. Am I showing enough respect to him that yeah. I need to? Um, I'm not allowed to make out with people. I'm not allowed to touch people inappropriately with their consent. Um, I'm not allowed to flirt excessively and very badly with whoever I want. I just You're, need to... your
0: flirting is hilarious, though. It's so much fun.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I think. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm in a relationship, it's, so something. It's, po- on, right? it's
0: possibly one of the most awkward things I've seen oh, in geez. my life, but it's so fantastic to watch.
1: I think I can flirt well in the right conditions, but a lot of the time when I'm faced with an incredibly attractive person, I do turn into...
0: Well, I mean, you're faced with one now.
1: I'm I'm, I'm currently a a quivering mess right now. I couldn't flirt with you if I tried.
0: So so you're pansexual as well? Yes, yeah. yeah. Cool. I guess bisexual,
1: pansexual, kind of means the same thing to me. Yeah, um, the, the yeah, same I same to me as well because yeah. I
0: call myself a bi. Yeah, but trans people, I find very yeah. attractive as well.
1: Yeah, non specific, non-binary, yeah. everybody in between. Um, yeah, I find.
0: Oh, know, if it cool. looks good, I want to fuck it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know?
1: I just find people attractive and I guess I'm quite sapiosexual as well. So yes. if a person's interesting and intelligent and insightful and has a beautiful brain, then I'm instantly
0: attracted. I'm almost 95% sure that's why you got interested in me in the first place.
1: Probably. I think I think we had really good discussions and pinned it off really well. Mm. Um, just
0: the, the way that we sort of got together, I'll, I'll, I'll keep, we'll keep going back to this as we go through sure. all this as well yep. because... It's interesting to talk about because mm-hmm. the the way that we got together is um, you watched a scene of mine. Yes. At my request. Yes. I can't remember how we started talking like, Can you remember that? I at all?
1: think it was either at a coffee meetup mm-hmm. or it was at a play party where I complimented you on something probably. Mm-hmm. That that's my general
0: style. Yeah, I, I think that might have been it because you watched part of the scene of mine. Yeah, and yeah. And you went that that was really cool. And I went yeah. okay. Um, Next time, I'm gonna be doing this, and it was it was a Phantom of the Opera uh, thing, and I had to, (laughs) so I'm sort of known and seen. Uh, Either that or wearing a man thing, but that's a whole different thing. that's that's
2: another
0: story. (laughs) That's not just in the King scene. No, No, that's that's
1: down your street in your local paper.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I asked you to watch this scene that I had. (laughs) And it was really a really heavy scene as well. It was. Came out with uh, a lot of bruises. Lovely She She's beautiful. Um, but it was all set to, I think it was five or six of the opera songs. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't a full theatrical performance by any stretch. Yeah. Um, but it had theatrical elements. Yeah, definitely. And. I might be wrong, but I think that's the side that really caught your attention.
1: Definitely. Um, as you know, a musician and dancer and performer, um, I'm really caught by something more dramatic theatrical, mm-hmm. performance-wise. Um, something that you know speaks to the audience rather than just being a completely private scene between people. Which, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, is an absolutely beautiful thing. Absolutely. And is also fun to watch, mm-hmm. even if there's no interaction with the audience, but when there is, and when something seems to be put but yeah. it's a
0: show, I yeah. love that. And, that and, and this absolutely was because I remember mm-hmm. at one point I had two masks on. Yeah. I had the actual Phantom mask, and I had like a, a grotesque skin mask yeah. underneath. Yeah. And in the middle of the performance, at the time in the in the musical that his mask get ripped, gets ripped off, mm-hmm. I remember ripping mine off and throwing it towards the people watching because they were good—probably thirty people watching. There were a point. lot of people there. Yeah. Um, and I think that was a really cool moment for me in yeah. that moment as well Yeah. Um. and it was, yeah, it was a lot of fun and then we just sort of, we talked over Messenger and, and things like that mm-hmm. from that point and mm-hmm. yeah, it all just sort of meshed together and we actually ended up planning to do a full theatrical fans video yeah. thing at, at our fetish ball down here obviously it didn't materialise no. because of the aforementioned circumstances but... Yeah. That's still something I want to do. Um, I'd love to do it, King. Mm-hmm. So if you we
1: were right, I would love to do it. Yeah. and that was that was going to be an
0: awesome
1: one. i was very excited
0: for it. I, I, I think we both were. That you know, life happens. Life so happens exactly. You can't can't get everything that you need. So. No, you can't. Um, just on, I guess a lot of the on the on the King side of things, a lot of vanilla people tend to view it as quite rapey and quite you know uh, as creepy, yeah. raping, no, I don't and has like sexual weird assault connotations to it and things like that. Exactly. Um, Something like
1: people, I would never consent to that, so I don't believe that anybody wants to. I, yeah. I would never do that, and therefore it's weird, and there's a does it, it
0: works. Yeah. Have, you know? have you come across anybody like that? Or you, the people that you gravitate towards who to are pretty open-minded yeah, I you know. definitely
1: think that's, that's one key thing is that my best friends um, and people that I hang around with a lot, uh, the people I don't have out of my life instantly, basically, um, mm-hmm. are really open-minded people um, yeah. and are really accepting of, you know, whatever. Um, I've got one best friend who's also pancake, mm-hmm. um and another one who's absolutely not, right. and I don't think whatever would ever do any of this stuff,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and I mean she's she's made her jokes like um she makes them because she knows that I'm not going to take it badly. Yeah, she's not right, doing right, right. it to make a personal like I don't agree with It's not a personal jab. It's it's just you know humor, and I know mm-hmm. she's not into it, but she totally accepts that I am.
0: And that's really cool.
1: Yeah, it, it is. But no, I, I agree with you. I think a lot of people get really the wrong idea about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it's in human nature to sort of consider anything that is foreign or strange mm-hmm. to you as dangerous or yeah. wrong, and try and shut it down from happening, um, which, I mean, yeah, it's human nature. Sometimes you can't help it, but sometimes people are just assholes, mm-hmm. um, and they can't help it.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it even in this one, you don't think can Oh, definitely.
1: Like, my king is not your king. and yeah. some people aren't full cool with that. Like, well, not even
0: that, just... Really creepy people. Oh well. yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember. Um, there was an American guy a few years back to now, like our Right. Yeah. Oh god, I was the one who discovered it, ma-
1: him. Yeah, it was
0: the massaging of the but ears. He massaged like, my inner yeah. ear,
1: and I was violated.
0: And I remember, I remember sitting across from you, and I was mouthing to you at the time, like I get And I was
1: like, I'm just letting it happen and seeing what happens here. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. He the- ended up
1: trying to coerce me into sex. Kissing um, yeah. me without my permission. Um, he ended up being deported because um, I contacted my father, who had some friends in high places. He did a police background check, and he had a lot of convictions. Um, so he was gone from yeah. the country, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which is which is and, great.
0: And um, part, of that, part of it was he was he was assaulting girls in the background as he was saying you know, yeah, things was. like that as he well. Was. Um, Starting fights, um, I mean, yeah,
1: sexually assault, lots of terrible things. This damage. guy was
0: really, really out there. Which like. Our, our community in Crosshit's is pretty tight and we're put, but we're pretty open to new people coming in. Absolutely. So you know, we thought, okay, this guy's new, coming we'll in. A chance, we yeah. yeah. and then this all of this stuff started coming through. Yeah. He went he went to a play party that wasn't really welcome at no, as well. Um and he intended. was refused to ride home by by somebody in the community as well. Yeah. Um, because of his behaviour. And yeah. he went on the Thing. Exactly. Um, basically, calling us a cult, which has turned into the that biggest is so joke. Fun,
2: it's it still happens? ongoing. Is it's it still
0: ongoing? I spoke to uh, I spoke to them a little while ago, oh, wow. and it's still happening. The
1: high priestess of cult yeah. and, yeah, and all her minions and
2: priests and slaves. Yeah, because oh,
0: awesome. you could, Yeah, basically, the the person who leads out our TNG, the next generation. Um, got called a cult leader yep. because of it all. Yeah. So the next party we had was a cult themed
2: party. <laughs> <laughs> we all had our
1: little roles in the cult. Yeah.
0: Um, yep. mine
1: was because I we, we called this guy the Fuckstain. Um <laughs> yeah, and I and I was sorta of, I, I felt like I took some responsibility for removing said mm-hmm. Fuckstain um I was the remover of coxtain
0: and therefore essentially the janitor. But I was a
1: sexy janitor, I'll have you know. Uniform at all. <laughs> I I, I should have bought a uniform.
0: That would have been perfect. Yeah, so he had, he ended up actually going to Dunedin before he got the porter.
2: Oh he did.
0: Yeah. Um so yeah, he went to Dunedin before he got the porter, but um the person in charge of our TNG up here was able to message the the people down at the oh, yeah, and, yeah and warn them about it before that's, that's before really he actually great. got down there which was really kind of necessary. Oh it was. It um, was
2: and a man, yeah, yeah. I'm really
0: glad that he did get the portrait because yeah. there would have been a lot of trouble here. Yeah. So moving on moving along the same sort of line. Moving on here. from the fuck stains. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but some fuckstains are good. Some fuck stains are
1: awesome, <laughs> even it's a good time.
0: Exactly. Um but on to more Serious notes, I guess. Sure. Have you been sexually insulted? apart apart from Paxton?
1: Um, apart from him, I I haven't been explicitly raped. Mm-hmm. Um, so I
0: thank God.
1: Yeah, thank God. I do consider myself lucky. I mean, that's a terrible thing to say. Like, I consider myself lucky that I haven't been raped. But it's so and that prevalent. says a lot. That says a lot. That it says, says a lot so about much. our society. It's yeah. so prevalent. Um, some of my friends, my good friends, have been raped. Um. And so, yeah, I, I guess because it hasn't happened to me, it is it is either a luck or you know I've managed to you know handle the situation. But um um a boyfriend of mine when I was in high school um, coerced me into sex.
0: Is that pre-kink?
1: A lot pre-kink <laughs> vanilla completely. Yeah. Um yeah coerced me into sex a few times against my will, but. In, in what sort of Way begging, you know, yeah, please, please, please. Um, you know, I'd be really sad if you don't. Please oh, do, okay. you'll so enjoy it. I'll really mental enjoy manipulation, manipulated, like yeah, yeah, basically manipulated and having sex. Um, not, not,
0: not, not the fun kind of mental manipulation, no, not, not, not,
1: not the consensual, non consent <laughs> kind. Um, but no, definitely straight manipulation. And because he was my boyfriend, I thought I had to duty to have sex with him whenever right.
0: he wanted. And that's a problem Tip when it you cool. go up there.
1: That young female thing, absolutely. I didn't know any better at the time. Mm-hmm. And I really wish I could go back in time now and give that shit a piece of my mind. Yeah. Basically a piece of my current mind, but no, at mm-hmm. the time I misled what I was told.
0: And I think that's something that we need to actually get into schools. But my my, my aim at this point, because we haven't caught up in a fair yeah, yeah. my aim at this point is to become a sexual educator. Inter- Awesome. Um, and not in the not in the way of this is a thing. This it's is exactly how you put penis. a condom on. Yeah. This, this is what can happen mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. don't it use a do condom. All of that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. I want to get into the real nitty gritty things yes. like this, yes. where where girls are feeling coerced, in cetera, from, yeah. from young boys, uh, young men, yeah. and teenagers, yeah. and get in there and go, no, this is not okay. You do not have to say yes to yep. this. You do not have Definitely. to agree with this. And this is how you say and no. and... You know, yeah and start to be into, honest it shouldn't really be on these young girls to have the same no either. No, so it's about getting it into these young boys around the same absolutely life. absolutely and if we can start it now like right this second if yep. we can start that now yeah we can have that completely gone in the next couple of generations i perhaps. hope so
1: i really hope so and i think there's you know a lot of hope for the young people of this generation mm-hmm. i see a lot more of um that kind of culture is coming out, especially around social media. Obviously, mm-hmm. social media is horrific for a lot of reasons, but um, there, there is there is there is a lot of yeah. Stuff,
0: I mean, the the, yeah. the Me Too movement of a little while ago oh, yeah. was was a fantastic that was one a as real well. Now. And yeah, the amount of the amount of women that stood up and went, actually, I have been sexually assaulted. Yeah, and not even that. What I what I ended up doing it with um, there was a guy who put it up, and I thought that's a fantastic thing as well. It was. The Me Too part for men was I've done these things. Oh wow! I didn't
1: didn't see as much. No, No, there there wasn't a lot of it. Yeah,
0: but there was a small movement on that that side of of, of, yeah men going, I have made women feel uncomfortable. I have done these things. And it's about noticing that and then changing that behaviour so you're not doing that anymore.
1: Acknowledge your behaviour and move on. You cannot move on from the behaviour and improving the person until you accept and acknowledge Mm. what you've done. And that's a part of every part of life,
0: really. Honestly, as a a male growing up, at at this moment, Mm. I would say that almost every single male has done at least... You know, a couple of inappropriate oh, yeah. things towards, even with, without noticing, exactly. without knowing,
1: even unconsciously, yeah. knowing it. not to be. I don't think not doing it on purpose. Yeah, I don't think I don't think most
0: outcome. people would do it on purpose. Um, it's yeah. all subconscious and everything. This, this is the way that I've been brought up, so yeah. this is how exactly. got to be. That's all I've seen their entire lives, yeah. and
1: therefore that's how they act. Absolutely.
2: And TV doesn't really help with that.
1: Oh either. no, social media, TV, you know, games, everything. It's mm. it's pretty pretty bad.
0: Even peer pressure, peer I mean, pressure, yeah. Boys pe- will be boys. People are know. having sex younger and younger. As well. Yeah, exactly. They're becoming a wee bit smarter about it, thankfully. thankfully. but there's still a long way to go. There yeah, is. It's it's almost like you have to have these sorts of chats as soon as they hit the teens even sometimes before that which is and
1: they're going to be exposed to it before that, exactly. yeah, it's just
0: terrifying all the time and I think when I have kids it's going to be if slash when I'd love a kid absolutely would Um, they're going to be brought up in an environment where talking is the best way to get through these sorts of things and being completely open about what's going on and I want to be that way as a parent as well, when, mm-hmm. if and when that happens. Yeah, so that I know that I've actually brought up my child childhood life way. Yeah, yeah, okay. Especially if he's a boy. Honestly. Yeah. Because that's where the majority of the problems are, are the boys. Yeah, okay. And this sense of entitlement when it comes to yeah. young love and young Yeah, Because an interesting thing that I've always noticed is, is that. Men, males, are in their sexual prime in their early twenties. Yeah. Women aren't until they get to thirty.
1: Pretty much.
0: Mm. You know, past thirty usually. That's why they call it the dirty thirties. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: And the naughty forties. Yeah. Um, but, and that's why I think that the, the the young men are, you know, their hormones are obviously oh, yeah. going through all sorts of. Yeah, everybody. Things. And that's just like, as bad as my said. I'm glad that I'm a boy because some of the stuff that girls go through is oh, terrifying. That's awful
2: stuff. I, I can't, I can <laughs> I can't
0: imagine bleeding out for the first time and just going, "What am I dying? Like what I is going in hospital, on?" Um, the first time. Oh no! So yeah, it was it was it was not okay. a fun way to
1: say hi, puberty. Yeah. So like, puberty
2: snuck up and you know, hanging at me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> but um yeah that the, the sexual crime part of it is i think a key factor in like in the boys that are pressuring for it because they think okay this is my time this is you know this is where it happens yeah uh and the girl's yeah. just like but i'm not that on you know, yeah, me I'm on not that ready. yeah. <laughs> exactly you're, you're not that exciting exactly You know. Exactly.
1: You smell like Lynx and... Oh, uh, Lynx Africa, what stuff. a time! <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, uh, I miss the <laughs> I used to use it in
1: Hanford,
0: that's all. Like. That song? Oh, Lynx Africa. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> you get hit on Boy Boy, you just start singing, I bless the rains down bless in Africa! Africa. But, I'm
1: not, not she. Sure. What? Yeah, no. It would have, that would have been very confusing. But a good way to confuse them enough to stop trying to I need the text. So
0: yeah, um, that's just that. Okay, she's mental. I'm gonna run.
1: Yeah. Or maybe maybe that's why I'm I'm really awkward when I put, Um, I guess because you
0: start singing, it,
1: I it puts off. Yeah. It, it puts off. <coughs> it puts off. Um, the wrong ones and really attracts the wrong <coughs> ones. You know, the ones that are down with the
2: weirdness. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I'm going to use that as my defense.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just weird. Okay. The yeah. weirdness thing. Yeah. But, um, yes. Yeah, so what are we talking th- about? Sexual assault. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, no, so apart from being in the sex, um, growing, growing up, getting older, going to parties at uni, being touched without my consent, yeah. um, being asked for sex by random people who I'd never even... To. Hinted, yeah, talked to, or even hinted that I was interested in. Um, yeah. if you were just assumed was because I'm nice. Stupid guys. You think you think that it's just stupid guys, but it it happens a lot, and it's sort of like if I smile at you and it I'm nice to I you, to it doesn't mean that, that I yeah, want to have sex right, with you. Right. Um, and yeah. so it's actually made me think: Do I need to stop being so nice? It actually puts me off being nice because sometimes It's, open. Awful. it's awful. I love being open with people. I'm. A, open, friendly, nice person. I think so anyway. And I I love sort of coming Hey you can (laughs) shut your mouth, mate.
2: No, you are lovely. You are absolutely lovely.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I and I like to sort of just interact in a bubbly way with people Mm. even from the first meeting. I'm not I'm not gonna be shy about that. So and I think a lot of people take that the wrong way. Mm. Um, yeah, so parties, especially, meeting new people, like being grabbed, being asked for sex. Yeah,
0: um, the, the, the being grabbed part's interesting, because that happened to me, actually, for quite a while. Oh, wow. From, from women. Oh, wow. Um, obviously, with the outfits and stuff that I was wearing. Yeah, sure. And it's that, oh, but you're wearing a menopathy. But baby, you're wearing baby. this, you're...
2: therefore you want
0: this. Yeah. Oh, mm, great. Yeah. That's, you
1: know? that's an important thing. It's not just <laughs> what women um, are wearing, it's what any person mm. but that, that, is that
0: That's the big thing that... Oh, oh, don't want to say, it, but more the the right of people yeah. in the world yeah. will certainly go. But he was wearing, well, she was wearing that. Yeah, you know, that's asking for it. He said,
2: yeah. "No, fuck you, fuck man. You fuck you. Fuck you. I really no, no one's
0: sitting there really. asking to to be raped or to be touched when they're not expecting exactly. it. Exactly. Or you know."
1: Unless I'm wearing a t-shirt that says please come up and explicitly touch me sexually, yeah. Yeah. because I want it, then no, you cannot use well, it because, because like she a, was wearing it. That sounds so like he a, was
0: wearing it. 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 Sounds like a fun part of the scene, actually.
1: I would love to wear that kind of shirt. They're in the right environment.
0: <laughs> yeah, go to, to a play party or something oh, yeah. like that. That'd please touch me
1: sexually. <laughs> that would be
0: fantastic. Here. But yeah, um, even dudes as well, like, coming up and you know, give them a big slap on the ass because mm. I was in a man and you sit there and go. Awesome, that's thank technically, you, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Technically that's still sexual, that is sexual assault. Yeah. Exactly it's unwanted sexual
1: touching. Yeah, mm. absolutely.
0: Because the ass is a very erogenous zone. Yeah. If yeah. people want to think that or not, it is. Yeah, yeah, it you is. Know, it is if you, if you think of ninety percent of the time when you're with your partner, mm-hmm. you want to touch a butt.
2: Oh, I want to touch butts all the time. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, yeah, and I didn't think about it at that point like that. Yeah. During my uni days, I was, looking back at it now, I'm not very proud of who I was. Sure. Um, I did a lot of behaviours that I'm explicitly against now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so at that point, I didn't think of it like that, I just thought, okay, it's a little really bit of a laugh. Yeah. And that's a problem as well. Yeah. Yeah. You, know, you can't sit there and those... go, that's a laugh, it's like, well actually, no. That's another thing to educate people,
1: mm. I think, is um, and, and it the, may seem funny. I get but... the
0: pinches from girls. Yeah. Or the, you know, the nipple grabs and yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um But yeah, then I didn't think much of it, it was just, sure. I actually kind of liked the attention.
1: Yeah. Yeah, of course,
2: that's another thing. Mm.
0: Um, and part of that is because I didn't like myself too much. Sure, yeah.
2: You know, I think that's what my mental state's
0: not fantastic at that. Yeah, at that point there as well. Yeah. So being touched by somebody, even if it was in that sort of sense, yeah, was was nice. Cause, yeah. Yeah,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah, yeah, so I mean, I'm glad that I've come on from that and I realise that sort of stuff. Yeah. That yeah. That is that is sexual assault yeah. you can't do that regardless of gender regardless of anything
2: absolutely yeah and
0: that sort of stuff I just touched on mental health a little bit. that mm. that sort of stuff without realising can actually lower um, lower your mental health threshold. and that's not what I'm trying to say mm-hmm. but you know it can it's, it can become like a downward spiral yeah, I absolutely. Guess. Because you're you're focusing on other people. Yeah. To give you this gratification.
1: Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, and then when you're not getting it, you know, you're not only at a party or something like that. you just yeah. Walking down the street, the person who did that to you even up before doesn't recognise you. Yeah. Because you've got your phone closed or something like that. you yeah. You just sort of sit there and go, "Man, mm, crap." I know where. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's actually kind of kind of shit. Yeah. Um. And then, yeah. So you've got to be really careful, on that side as well. well um. I've had a tumultuous history with mental health. myself. Like yeah. Um. As as you know, with the breakup as well. Yeah. I, yeah. And I was like, Some oh things, boy, you know, have a profound effect on people. That was
2: I think.
0: that was the first time in my life I'd gone on antidepressants. Yeah. And I remember talking to you about it. Yeah. Did you've been on them. I have. Yeah. As well. Yeah. And I was asking a whole bunch of questions yeah. because I was I was not happy with that, that going on them. But I knew and it was was that, I, at the time, yeah. I knew it was something that I needed. To, your benefit. Yeah. Like I I got I got sent home from work. Yeah. Because of how I was. Yeah. Like I was still functioning, which yeah. was, good. was good. I was good still sure. trying to get out, and I knew yeah. how to get out of it. Yeah. And that's why I was reaching out to people so much. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I, was re- I was talking. To you, I mean. Probably yeah. Two, three times a day. Yeah, going. yeah. What's going on? I think you and your, you and your boyfriend at the time actually yeah. came over because you were genuinely worried
2: very,
1: about
0: how very I was doing Very worried. But yeah. And um, yes, yeah, so I don't know where I'm going with this. But um, mental health is, is mm-hmm. a big people for me as well. Yeah. Um, for a long time, I was the person that came to Yeah. Um, and I think you've come to me before with this. I think I have, once yeah. Once or twice. But, and um, you need to make sure you've got that support network there. Definitely. And if, if, you're, if you're acting in a way like I was when I was in mm-hmm. that sort of stuff almost almost self-deprecating. Yeah. But it wasn't funny. Yeah. That's when you can get yourself in a way like that it's like And it's not easy to come back out.
1: No, it's Ah, not. It's not easy.
0: And I I guess you probably have a wee bit of this Mm -hmm. in your work as well. Yeah. So tell, first of all, before we you know, make that so what yeah. exactly is it that you're doing work-wise, you yeah, yeah,
2: I
1: am, I, so I'll, I'll speak um, as much as I'm allowed to discuss, yeah. um which is, yeah, it, it'll give you a really good idea, so I'm a youth worker um, in a residential facility, which means it's 24-7, um, and the youth are in there. Um, live, live there, they don't enter the residence except on special outings. Mm-hmm. And um, so it's a facility for youth offenders who have engaged in harmful sexual behaviour. So um, sexual assault, um, radical non-consensual sexual activity, um, exposure—basically anything, yeah, sexually harmful—that um, is against the law. Um, so they're. Under the age of 18, of Mm -hmm. course, so they're youth offenders, so they're not sentenced. yet some of them haven't even been sent to the youth they are been sent here by Oranga Tamariki the Ministry of Vulnerable Children, mm-hmm. um, which is previously called SES for those who don't know, um, Child Family Abil- Services yeah, so what is now um, Oranga Tamariki um, have sent them to us our residents, um, which is run by Barnardas um, mm-hmm. if anyone knows yeah, who does. Um, and they are Lived there, and we work in basically a behavioural management. Um, so I saw our job description actually. I only learned the update, even though I've been there for a couple of months, few months now. Mm-hmm. Um, behavioural intervention specialists. Yeah. So um, basically teaching them healthy ways to function, healthy ways to interact with other people, mm-hmm. um, giving them in basic care and therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a clinical team, so clinically trained psychologists, uh, therapists, etc. Um, and social workers who work with them, but we also get some basic therapy training, clinical training, mm-hmm. um, to actually help have really productive discussions with them. Because mm-hmm. you know you'll be doing the dishes with one of them, and they'll disclose something that happened to them in their childhood. Like I was, you know, I was beaten with a belt buckle in the face by my father. Mm-hmm. One of them actually said that to me the other wow. day while we were doing the breakfast dishes, wow. and it's sort of like in that moment you've got to know how to say something that isn't like an oh shit reaction which is actually what was going on in my head like I'm sure absolutely furious right now that that's happened to you because you know I care about you and I want you to get better and I'm really upset with what's happened to you and have a sort of productive discussion like okay if you'd like to talk about that I'm, I'm here listening but what's happened to you is an excuse to do that kind of thing is an excuse to act negatively towards other people. So trying to incorporate all that into a really genius response. Which, you know, we, we get That's trained very really difficult. On. Very difficult, of course. Um, without putting your personal views on it, um, mm-hmm. of course. Yeah, so.
0: So, so some of the therapy everything they do that. Yeah. I'm guessing some of that would be around the sexual side of things. Yeah, yeah,
1: they do. So they get um, so people from Stop, which is an organisation um, specialising in helping people um, stop engaging in harmful sexual behaviour. Mm-hmm. They come in and do sessions um, in therapy. They talk about consensual sex. Mm-hmm. We have sex educators come in um, and do work with them um, in a group, and they also. So I'd love to talk
0: to some of those guys. Yeah, yeah. Because they, they're going to have a knowledge base that I don't know yeah that's something that i want to i want to go and do yeah
1: definitely definitely Mm -hmm. i think that's a really good avenue um yeah and so they they learn about what sex is how it should happen how it Mm -hmm. happens consensually um about you know what happens biologically when you rape someone Mm um unwanted pregnancies etc
0: have some of these kids been Assaulted themselves? Most of them have, yeah, Yeah. and again,
1: that's that's what we were talking about earlier when I said everything happens for a reason, everybody does things for a reason. Mm -hmm. These boys have grown up experiencing assault, experiencing degradation towards women, right. um, experiencing men or women in their lives who physically abuse other members of so, the family. So they're just
2: repeating behaviors. So they're, they're repeating what
1: they've seen, they've mm-hmm. been taught, yeah, this is okay, this is what mum and dad do, or yep. this is okay because it happened to me. Mm. Um, and, or even like, I know this isn't okay, but it's been done to me and I just want to do it to somebody else so I can release, you know, all the emotions that I have inside of me. Yeah, sure. Um, I want to get this trauma out of me, and so the only way that I know how to do that is to talk to other people.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: That's exactly what happened. We We read their case files um, when we work with them, and so we have a really good idea of what's happened to them. And it completely explains everything. Right. It explains the way they talk, the way they do, the way they lash out, the way mm-hmm. they do, you know, why they've done what they've done to yeah. land themselves in this facility. Right. So, a really good overview, um, and again, a lot of them have mental health issues, mm-hmm. that we have been talking about, um, and so, learning to deal with them. And I think, from a staff point of view, it's really awesome to see the different experience that all the staff members have. Um, mm-hmm. If all of us come from a different background, some of us, like okay. myself, have a degree, being educated, some people um, don't have a degree but really know what they're talking about, um, really have a great experience working with youth or a lot of um, the other stuff, worked in worked in prisons mm-hmm. or in the police or corrections, etc. Everyone brings something different to the table. Yeah. And I think what I um, sort of pride myself in bringing is I've experienced a lot of mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I've experienced childhood abuse and trauma. Mm-hmm. I've experienced sexual assault, um, a, few, a few of the examples that we've just talked about. Um, and I've dealt with all those things in a productive way mm-hmm. so I like to think I'm yep. doing pretty well for myself so yep. far um, so I think being able to relate to them on that kind of level like yeah actually some shit happened to me in childhood too um or you know I have struggled I struggle with my emotions sometimes too and it's okay and we can work through that mm-hmm. um that is really useful from my perspective to help these boys
0: yep so yeah. finding that I guess, common ground
1: yeah yeah exactly just find something relatable um, and of course there are so many other things that I relate to them with. they love playing board games mm-hmm. um, they love watching movies they love to ask me about all Marvel movies that are coming out they <laughs> you know they love to quiz me on you know just random nerdy trivia <laughs> they like to ask me about books I've read um, they love books they're so self-motivated most mm-hmm. of these boys they're really into little and they want to achieve better. They want better right. for themselves. Um, they will all identified that in therapy, um, which we get the, the paperwork from. You know, they, they want to get better, they want to go home, they want to get back out in the community and they they know they've done something wrong mm-hmm. and they want to work on it. So it's really awesome when they come to you asking, you know, about stuff in the community, like what did what you do on the weekend, you know, you dance, you know, I love hip-hop, you know, I want to learn stuff and I, I want to be able to perform one day and stuff like that, you mm-hmm. know, I want to play music one day too. Sure. And stuff like that, to really helping them be better people and, you know, move out into the community.
0: Cool. Yeah, that really covers a lot. That's, <laughs> uh, there's a lot there that you There's so you do.
1: much there. I love my job. It's mm. so rewarding. I just love it. What I don't love is getting up at five in the morning to yeah, which I did this morning and I have to do again tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But other than that, <laughs> I love
0: my job. I know that feeling well. I'm up very much mornings oh, awesome. for one of my jobs. Yeah, go then. So. Yeah, it's, it's it's
2: great. Yeah.
0: Um. I, yeah. So that that was a big download um, for yeah. me as well because I'm learning about what you do and that yeah. and that side of things as well. So that's that's kind of crazy. It is. That's, yeah. Um. So, how how long are these kids usually kept, well, yeah, probably not the best so, way yeah, to
1: kept, kept um, Well, I mean, they are. They're there basically. they well right. locked. Well, they're not, you know, shipped off in a, and then locked, box basically, yeah. they, but they didn't choose to go there.
2: Right.
1: They are there um, for about... I think it's a minimum of a year and a half. They're there right. for a really decent amount of time. A lot of them have been there for two years um, or even slightly longer. Mm-hmm. But um, it's in other facilities. There's sort of no minimum stay, and it's really.
2: Um,
0: and it up to like a bit. board of people to decide whether they okay to go back in the community.
2: Um.
1: Basically, we can't keep them too long, there is a maximum, I'm not exactly sure on that maximum, Um, but when they're done they either get sent to an oranga kamarika home, so like steps home basically, Um, or they get given caregivers if they can't go back to their biological parents if it's unsafe for them, or if it is safe for them um, and their trauma has nothing to do with the safety of their parents, then they can go back to their actual home. Um, So, I mean, if they're not really, when they leave, if, if if they are going to engage in more harmful behaviour when they leave, that's basically their choice, that we've done all we can, and we cannot, you know, legally keep them any longer, and a lot of them are turning 18, you know, we can't keep them yeah. if they're 18, um, and if they, you know, engage in that behaviour again, they will be sent to prison, um, if they're old enough, they'll be sent to the youth court, you know, a lot of things can happen to them. So
0: they, they, more than likely, they wouldn't come back to you?
1: No, it's it's not likely that they come back to us um, mm-hmm. a second time because, to be honest, if we didn't work the first time, it's not it's really not much, it's, it's not going to work yeah. the second time. It's
0: going to be the same sort of process.
1: It's exactly the same,
0: yeah. yeah. I guess. That that could be tough if you, you know, you've done your day, you've tried your hardest you to get his skin yeah. back up to where he needs to be and he goes yeah. out and, and you hear on the radio or something like that. Yeah, that, that someone's been convicted, yeah,
1: exactly. And, that, and you
0: see the name and you sit there and you go, well. Wow. Exactly, well, I
1: tried. Damn. Damn. We, went, we tried hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, well, I haven't experienced that yet because I haven't.
2: So you've
0: not been there too long. Then. Worked there
1: for long enough, exactly. But I'm I'm sure that staff members who are currently there will have experienced that and mm-hmm. it must be such a tough thing. And to be honest, some of the boys that are here at the moment I'm prepared for that to happen. Right. I'm
2: really
0: prepared for that to happen. And that and that sucks.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean <laughs> But we tell them explicitly when when we are talking to them or working with them, like we want you to do well. I mm. know that you can make the right choice. I know that you are responsible and mature enough to make the right choices in life. Yeah. And everything is up to you now. Mm. You need to make us proud, make yourself proud. Yeah. Yeah. They they know. Yeah. They know.
0: Yeah. So that yeah after quite a time. Long... Have you talked then? Yeah. Let's move on to something a wee bit brighter. (laughs) Yes, please. Um, (laughs) So you're very much a social activist. Yes, definitely. And animal rights. Yeah. And and all of that sort of stuff. You've done uh, some work with Sea Shepherd as well. I have, yeah. Tell us about that.
1: Um, so I first joined Sea Shepherd in 2012, mm-hmm. um, I just signed up as a regular volunteer, <clears throat> I found them at the vegetarian expo and I bought a hoodie, um, cause it had an awesome logo and mm-hmm. I was like oh they say whales and dolphins, that's pretty awesome, I can get behind that, um, I love animals So,
0: um, So, um, sorry to interrupt, what, yeah. tell us a wee bit more about what Sea Shepherd is okay. for those that don't know.
1: Cool. Sea Shepherd is a global organisation and that protect conserve and defend ocean wildlife and habitat so they're the guys who um have by the jolly roger flag and get in between whaling vessels and the whales so um getting right up there we have a direct action policy um which differs from greenpeace um our founder actually captain paul watson um was one of the founders of Greenpeace, one of the co-founders, yeah. branched off in 1977 because he got told his methods of activism were too aggressive. Mm-hmm. Um, which seems odd. Which seems odd, but I mean Greenpeace are the ones who send emails and posts up and mm-hmm. petition, that kind of thing. Sea Shepherd are absolutely 100% direct action. Yeah. The best way to get results is to, stop, is to physically stop yeah. the thing from happening, physically go and do it. Yeah. And that's what we do. Um, so here in Christchurch, I'm the... Well, I yeah, as I would say, started in two thousand and twelve volunteering, and then was named coordinator of the Christchurch chapter last year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm now um, helping run the Facebook page. And I get emails directed to me. Got an email account. It sounds really like low key, but I'm really, <laughs> I'm really You're proud, of, proud that. of that. I've got my yeah. own email address. For yeah. C2, but, like, um, I, yeah, so volunteer coordination, we run a lot of market stalls, mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of fundraisers, we've just put on an information evening with some guest speakers from Dunedin. Um, basically, we're working as a team to help fundraise, we're completely non-profit as an organization, mm-hmm. 100% of proceeds go directly to Sea Shepherd. Mm-hmm. Currently in New Zealand, um, we're running our current campaign, Operation Pahu. Um, Pahu is one of the mollywoods for a to Yep. consultant, um, because the noise they make when they, when they breathe, um, mm-hmm. they surface and breathe. Um, and so we're protecting, well, trying to protect the critically endangered
0: hector's office and migrant of office that we have left in the country, which sure. is an awesome course. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but really depressing. Yeah. The, the, the hector's ones, I noticed the ones a few years ago, Simon Bridges was going to, um, to wanting to drill an oil well when he was um, the, the, the environment minister and it was mm. the only habitat that was left for them. That probably Virginia. would have been the Maui dolphins. There's yeah. only one habitat
1: yeah, left in New Zealand for the Maui dolphins, just further up north. I'm not in South Island. Yeah. Um That's and right. there are only about fifty or so of them left. I doubt there's even that many left currently. Yeah. We don't know really is the official the answer. Yeah. Um but, but
0: yeah. I remember remember reading that yeah. Sitting there going, You're an environment, environment. minister.
1: I mean that just really yeah. sounds like our government, doesn't it? People in positions that have
0: not so old. much our current government. I don't think it's not as, not as much because at the moment it has a
1: lot of good points. Yeah, because at the moment
0: our environment minister is Jack Shaw. Sure. Yes, exactly. Green
1: fantastic.
0: Park. It's, he, it's he's fantastic. He's the, head of the it's green awesome. party. He knows what he's talking about when it comes to the environment. Yeah. Unlike somebody like Simon Bridges, who didn't realise that there's um, yeah oil. Uh, this oil well was going to be smack bang in the middle of it. Exactly. <laughs> of the of exactly. these dogs, and he's now leader of the opposition as well, which is yeah, absolutely mind blowing to me because he's terrifying. It's, pro- it's, not, it's probably a good thing because it means they probably won't get in power. any that he's so that much of a Hopefully. yeah? That much. Of a, if he got in power, I think that would be worse than. than, than John world. was. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Because at least John had some intelligence around him. Simon, not so much, but um, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So Hector's Dolphins. Yeah. Going through and seeing those. Um, yeah. What you say and you, and you talk about direct action. What's the yes. direct action we're taking with these at the moment? With well, Hector's Dolphins. Dolphins.
1: So we have um, a New Zealand vessel. It's called mm-hmm. the Loki. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a beautiful, very small um, boat. Only crews. I think up to eight people at a right. time. Um, and basically just at the moment what we're doing is patrolling the, the coasts mm-hmm. to um, count first we need to document and, like count and document the numbers of hedges of that we mm-hmm. see and really track you know what are the patterns how many are there in certain places that changing
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, and looking at what's going on around the areas where they're not seeing so
2: much yep.
1: so a lot of setbacks um, that are too close to shore, mm-hmm. a lot of commercial f- fishing vessels, um, catching bycatch, wow. um, a lot of fur seals, whales, dolphins, um, seabirds, um, and bigger fish uh, are being caught as bycatch by commercial fishing vessels, yep. and that's something that we, we can't physically stop because, you know, the Ministry of Park Primary Industry, yep. you know, regulate fisheries. It, it is a huge income for our country. Mm. Um, and that's sort of like turning a blind What they've done so far is turn a blind eye to the bycatch. Mm. Um, you know, why are our people stopping to engage as well? So, and they do as well.
2: Fishing.
1: We, we, yeah, well, fishing, absolutely. It's fishing. It's setting a lot of it in agriculture pollution. Mm. But no one will ever say that. No one in government will ever acknowledge that because that's going to damage the
2: profits, yeah. basically.
1: Um, anyway, so Sea Shepherd, uh, um, we're trying to work with the government. Um, currently, I think Winston Peters has um, actually legislated that security cameras are a requirement on all commercial fishing vessels um, and that's oh. going to help us look at the bycatch and look at, you know, what's realistic.
2: That's something I wouldn't have expected. I
1: wouldn't have expected it either, but it's, it's currently happening. It's, it's awesome. And so I hope that we'll see really tangible results from that. Um, and being able to talk to local fishermen about their set nets you know making sure they are the legal requirements i'm sure i think it's formal for once mm-hmm. i'm sure but again they're, they're way too close there's so much closer than that yeah. so um a lot of fishing nets have on the boys have a phone number or contact details for the fishermen mm-hmm. and so, so should just keep a, a note of that yeah. just contact talk be nice um Hey, are you aware that your fishing net is too close to shore and this is what can happen A, B, C. Because hecticus dolphins are very close, coast dwelling creatures, they don't usually venture out more than 100 metres depth and that's very
2: close to shore.
1: I was kayaking the other day, I didn't even go more than 20 metres from the head um, at Scarborough Beach and a hecticus dolphin came onto the boat. it's, it's like this is that where they're feeding surreal. it was beautiful yeah. they're such gorgeous little creatures I love them to bits. so smart and so cheeky um but yeah that's it was scary how close it was to shore where mm-hmm. I'd just hike past some fish because it very easily have damaged it
2: you
0: know are we talking like lion fishermen or
1: lion fishermen right. and there are sightings around the area too um oh wow and it's sort of like the evidence is right in front of your eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't believe when fishermen say they've never seen a hector dolphin, I've never seen any kind of dolphin close to their nets. I don't believe it because yeah. it's just it's not possible.
2: Yeah.
1: Um yeah, that's where they feed, that's where they live. So
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah, it's Pretty depressing stuff. Yeah. But hopefully we can make a real difference with that and get people educated. Um the information even we posted um, last weekend it was was really good for that. It just really highlighted how damaged our environment is, how endangered these animals really are. Yeah. You know, predictions of future numbers, you know, it's and it's like
2: It's pretty dire.
1: if you want to see Hector's dolphins alive, commercial fishing needs to stop. Mm-hmm. For someone like me, I'm 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 a vegan. For those of you who haven't already figured oh, it out, I, I, was, I was going to be touching um, on this. Yeah, I, I obviously don't eat any animals. I don't eat any animal products because um, I love animals and I don't see, I don't want to see them die. Basically, our environment is fucked, people. If you haven't noticed already, we are in <laughs> trouble. Um, things are not good, <laughs> um, and I I see you know the evidence points to veganism being one of the direct ways that we can help. Turn this shit around um, and, and also for human health that's not you know something we're talking about right now but human mm-hmm. health um, it's it's really beneficial to that so but I think people aren't really willing to see the truth of like if you love these animals you know this industry needs to stop yeah. like if you love these dolphins commercial fishing needs to stop because it's their biggest threat but people don't like that no. because it threatens their very you know what they're so used to, you Mm -hmm. know, I grew up eating meat obviously, meat and dairy and everything and I thought it was the norm, I thought it was, it's what everyone did therefore it's okay, you know, it's not illegal Mm -hmm. therefore it's okay, Mm -hmm. but it's actually severely damaging our planet and our animals and Mm -hmm. we need to start making some changes and thinking about what we're doing and so that's, yeah. Hopefully we, can, hopefully we can get some more education around that. It's not as hard as everyone thinks, by the <laughs> way. I thought I could never go through this so. so If yeah, I can do it, anyone
0: can. I've been vegetarian-ish mm-hmm. um, in my life. Yes. Um, so there was a long time where I was just eating mm-hmm. vegetables and, mm-hmm. and that side of things. Uh, and my proteins can from. Like mm-hmm. So definitely not vegan, by Yeah. Any stretch. Yeah. Um, occasionally I eat some chicken. Um, and I'm still a wee bit like that now I don't Mm -hmm. eat a lot of meat now Mm -hmm. Um, and part of it's because of what you just said but I I will still eat some but I feel as though for me it's it's still making a a change for the better in reducing what I'm doing
1: absolutely like no, no person should be encouraged to just stop Mm -hmm. completely if that's your thing if that's the way that you can operate totally go for it Mm -hmm. that's not the way that most people do things and so you know meatless mondays meat Mm -hmm. free may that we just run a uni um like just little changes reducing the amount um taking smaller steps a lot of vegans and vegetarians will say you know that's not okay baby steps for the babies you need to just go hard or at home, you know, it's all or nothing. That's kind of poisonous a, That's stuff. a really bad attitude. Yeah. That's going to push people away, and that sort of perpetuates the angry vegan stereotype, mm-hmm. which I totally understand. I get very angry about this kind of stuff sometimes, but
0: when you need... It's to- only when you're being attacked about it. It's not like you're going out and... Pick a, pick I'm not going to You need to change this now because
1: exactly. It. I'm not going to insult people about this. Yeah. I educate people. I help people make
2: these positive changes. Yeah. So it's know.
0: it's more if somebody else brings up these sorts of things and you're sitting oh, yeah. there and, and they'll argue with you saying Absolutely. no, it's actually good for us and you're Absolutely. sitting there go that, that's when say, you actually, get upset.
1: Here's this study, you know. Actually, yeah. here's this experience that, that someone had, here's the experience that I've had, mm-hmm. here's all the research that I've done. You know, think, think about your choices. This is the benefit that we can do, this is the good that we can do for the planet. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you don't want to change, if you're just going to yell bacon at me, then I'm not going to waste my time because you're not the target audience. Yeah. Then I'll sort of can change. And I think that well, just waste the time getting yes. arguments with.
0: The wrong people, they're never going to people, change, never life gonna life. change. Use yeah. your
1: energy on someone who is open minded and wants to be educated.
0: Yeah,
1: Is looking for some, some way to change their life.
0: Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah.
0: Cool. So, what other kinds of activism, I guess, do you get involved in? Is it just the, the animal side of things? Or?
1: I think I like to focus a lot on the animal side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I, and that doesn't mean that I don't advocate for human rights. I advocate for rights for all living beings on this planet basically. Um, For for human rights, I really love to support um, sexual assault awareness that we've been talking about. Mm -hmm. um, Pride awareness, so I use the term pride for LGBTQIA. Those terms
0: that I I, I don't ever
1: get right, so I I just use I just say
0: LGBTQ plus. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. Rainbow community, pride Mm -hmm. community, um, everything in between. Visibility um, and rights and the right to self-expression. Feminism, I'm really into that. Um, Obviously, against sexism, racism. I mean, everything that. prevents people from the freedom of self-expression and being who they are yeah. um, and I think I don't get as much into the activism side of those because I think there's people out there doing an amazing job already. Yeah. Um, I think that human rights are something that is going to happen Equal rights for humans is something that's going to happen very soon. Mm -hmm. I like to hope. I think there's a lot of movements out there that are really changing this generation and future generations. Mm -hmm. I focus on animals because it's something that people don't think about as much Mm -hmm. as human rights. Well they don't have a voice. They don't have a voice and that's again one of the organisations that I volunteer for. It's called Anonymous for the Voiceless because animals are voiceless and as humans it is our job to be their voice. Mm-hmm. They can't stand up for themselves, but humans can. And so it's, it's our job as humans to stand up for, for animals and help them get, get a treatment um, and their rights. So, yeah, while, while I am a human rights um, activist and, you know, enthusiast, I, yeah. Again, that, exactly like mm. you said, you put it perfectly, stand up for the horses, mm. that's right. That doesn't mean i'm not into human rights and that's what mm-hmm. a lot of anti-animal rights people will say is yeah. oh if you you should be caring about something that really matters why don't you how, help how humans
0: how does our environment not matter exactly how, we're, how we're how kind of screwing it up so badly that it's, it's going to screw up the human side of things anyway
1: exactly your, your children so, will not have a future yeah if
0: human i don't human, do what i
2: do you know human
0: rights and everything and the environmental side of things are intrinsically linked, and, and, oh, and length,
2: so, length, so many absolutely. people don't
0: understand. Absolutely it's right. Like, in New Zealand, we've just had the first bee going in endangered. So yeah, that's a scary. That's a really scary. That's a scary. Thought thought. Thought. Bees coming through and absolutely. going down because that will buff everything up. Absolutely, if bees go, absolutely, and then right. we're just going there. But it's just a bee. Like, no, it's not just
1: a bee. It's, they're, they're the it's one. They're, they're,
0: the re- they're the reason those trees out there have gotten so large. You know. Mm. And the reason we've got all these pretty flowers around yeah. the place. Yeah. If without them, we will fall over.
1: Exactly. You know,
0: without the, the grass being able to regrow itself. Absolutely, yeah. You know, we're not going to have cattle being able to graze or whatever. Yeah,
1: yeah. Exactly. You know? I it's, think it's
0: so many things that we just don't think about. Yeah. No. And, and yeah, like I said, it's all intrinsically linked mm. in with, with each other.
1: Definitely.
0: Yeah, cool. Um,. We've been talking for a fair while now. We have. It's, a, it's been uh, an hour and a quarter, almost, which is...
1: Goodness. <laughs> That's a long podcast.
0: Yeah. Uh, I usually try and keep them around the sort of hour mark. So okay. I mean, an hour and fifteen. I'm okay no, with that. No, it's
1: done too bad. Yeah. Thank you, everybody, for the, um, continuing this long. If you're still <laughs> listening right now, you've done really well.
0: <laughs> I, I know how annoying my voice can get, so congratulations. Well done. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you very, very much to my guest, Lauren, for coming in and, and speaking with me today. It's That's been so eye-opening. It's been really, really interesting. I've really, really enjoyed it. Awesome. And it. And it was cool touching back on old times as well. Yeah, definitely.
2: It um, wasn't that
0: long ago. It was only a couple of years, but it's not something that I generally talk about or, if I'm honest, think about too much anymore. Yeah, so it's has really flown cool. by. And
1: yeah. thank you for reminding me of Fred,
0: the fuckstain. <laughs> oh,
1: I forgot about
0: him. <laughs> Buckstain. oh. <laughs> Oh, I forgot my, that my, happened. My it's body actually off. physically shakes in anger when I, his name is mentioned. I want just, to punch oh, him
2: the face.
1: And I don't... I'm not a violent person, mm, but I want to punch to stupid little face. It just...
0: Yeah. It terrifies me that he could still be... Oh, out there doing out there. terrible things. Yeah.
1: But I hope he's in a, in a country with a much tougher jurisdiction well, than New Zealand. So it, I hope he's back.
0: If he, if he's back in the states, we've got uh, a president who'll sit down and say "grab a pussy." So yes. I'm not so sure about that. Then
1: again, he he was red, wasn't white. So I mean, maybe mm. may, maybe we've got
0: we've got racism on our side for once. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh Jesus! Oh dear, dear, racism on our side for once. That's that's something that's, I never thought man, I would say. That's terrifying. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So cool. again. Thank you very much. Thank you, everybody, for listening, and um, we'll see you next time.